Welcome to the Chatty Teachers Podcast. This podcast is made for teachers by some really chatty teachers. All about the aspects of teaching that no one really talks about. I am hoping to share some laughs and some tears so that you know you are not alone in this. On today's episode, we are going to be chatting all things burnout how to recognize it, and small things to do to start making changes in your life. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Chatty Teachers Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for joining me. On today's episode, we're going to be chatting about burnout. Now, I'm quite sure we've all heard about it, we've heard people talk about it, But some of us, most of us, might not know exactly what it means or how exactly it affects our lives. I mean, so often we can say, oh, I'm just feeling so burnt out. But what does it actually mean? What do we, what do we, what are the symptoms we are feeling? How do we, you know, change things in our lives to make it better? Um, You know, I know in, in my, in my case, in my personal experience, I mean, you, you know, you, you start feeling a certain way you start you know tired you know like feeling like a zombie every day when you get home you very negative you know you've lost your creativity you've lost your positivity and and for me you know all of those things were happening and I, I wasn't really sure like what name to put to them or how to classify it and how to you know do things to kind of change it and then someone says to me one day you're burnt out and I was like what do you mean I'm burnt out they were like you're you're burnt out so I then had to go and you know google it and think you know what is burnout what is what does it mean to be burnt out how do I get out of it how long does it take to heal and I thought I'd share some of the information that I found out because you know I feel it's as teachers you know we put so much of our our souls and our you know, our creativity and our passion into what we do every day. And, and you know, sometimes we get home feeling like I just cannot do this anymore or literally having a nap after school because, you know, you are so tired that all you can think about is actually going home and having a sleep, you know. And, and you know, we shouldn't be feeling like that. We shouldn't be so tired out from our jobs that our personal lives then suffer or our loved ones then get half of what we can offer because of how tired we are and how you know how much we've given during the day that when we get home we've got nothing left to give um you know I remember so many nights just getting home and being like I literally physically cannot cook dinner I cannot feed my family because I am so tired and I feel like a little bit emotional now like talking about it because you know my family are my main priority and I should be able to come home and, 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 you know, provide for my family and be there for my family and, you know, you know, not feel like I'm a less of, less of a person because I cannot, you know, get up and go to the kitchen and put something on for dinner. And I mean, luckily I have the most amazing husband and partner and, and he was just like, it's okay, I will help, we'll do this together. And we did. But you know, getting yourself out of that position or even just realizing that that is where you are and it's not where you always need to be. I feel like it's such an empowering thing because you don't need to be 
tired all the time. <laughs> you don't need to feel like you cannot, you know, have a moment in your personal life um, to just breathe because you are so tired from the day's work. So I want to chat today about, you know, what is burnout, the signs, symptoms of burnout, recovery from burnout, and um, like a couple of steps you can take to kind of get yourself back where you would like to be. So what is burnout? So it's a slow depletion of your mental and physical resources. Okay, it happens really slowly. And sometimes this makes us think that we have changed. Instead of realizing that we are actually, we're actually sick. Or we've actually, there is something that is not right. You know, for the longest time I always thought, you know, is this who I am now? Am I just this tired, grumpy person who, you know, doesn't have any hobbies, doesn't, you know, want to do anything else? And for the longest time I thought that, that was just, you know, who I was and and um this was my life now. Until, you know, I had a, a long holiday and after, you know, in your in in our long holidays, you start feeling so much better and you start, you know, actually enjoying yourself. And I was like, actually I'm not that person. I'm not that person that actually just gets home and just wants to nap or gets home and cannot actually pick myself up, you know, off the couch or you know, off the bed, and I'm not that person, this is not who I am, and that is when I slowly started to put steps in place to, you know, make sure that I was looking after myself, and I'm definitely not going to say that I am this burnout guru, and I have my whole life put together, because I definitely do not, I mean, I do feel at the moment, I am going through a serious bout of burnout, and you know, I don't feel very good in like my daily life and I love my life. I love, you know, my family and love my job and, and you know, love the joy that I get to bring to my, my kids every day. But, you know, after the work is done at the end of the day, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have nothing left to give. So that is why I thought this episode might be, you know, quite relevant right now. Because the way I am feeling right now, even just sitting here recording this episode, um, I need to remind myself of all these things. I need to remind myself that <laughs> this is not who I am forever and ever. I'm in. This is something that is happening in my life right now. And I need to heal from it. I need to put things in place to be able to make myself feel better. So that is what I'm going to do. So... A couple of symptoms of burnout. You know, if you're if you're um feeling really down or just not feeling right, you know, think about all of these things. Think about these signs and think, is what's happening to me right now just burnout? Or is there something else maybe that's wrong? So just to list off a couple of them, procrastination. Now, I know that when I get to the stage where I am now, the last thing I want to do is anything. And I will procrastinate like my life depends on it. Um, you know, and when I'm not in this little, this like little um, dip that I'm in now, I mean, if something needs to be done, I'll do it. And I love doing it and I'll do it, you know, right. And so I know that when I start to get to this point where I'm like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it later. Then I know that I'm not, you know, 
you I'm not feeling how I should be. Another one is just chronic fatigue, just feeling tired all the time. Lateness, you know, not being motivated, not wanting to be where you need to be at the time you need to be there. Pessimism, you know, feeling negative all the time. Um, next one is loss of imagination. You know, you've lost your creativity. You know, you don't feel like you've got any brain power to think of, you know, something to do or what to do next. Your reduction of like happy moments, you know, doubting your core beliefs and job dissatisfaction. I mean, I have gone many a time where I've been like, maybe I shouldn't be a teacher. Maybe this isn't what my calling is supposed to be. Maybe, maybe that, maybe this is not what I'm supposed to be doing for the rest of my life. But then you've just got to take a second to say, I chose this path for a reason. I am here because I want to make a difference in the children's lives that I am teaching. I love it. It is my passion. I am just tired. I am just burnt out. I need to take a break. <laughs> so other like actual, you know, signs, I suppose, could just be like constant headaches, constantly feeling critical of yourself. Um, being really irritated, you know, actually becoming physically ill, like being fluey, you know, feeling sick, um, you know, changing your sleeping patterns, um, you know, feeling inadequate, inadequate or feeling really hopeless, neglecting your self-care. Um, Ashley and I spoke about that quite a lot in that episode that we recorded, um, you know, feeling like you cannot look after yourself because you're so tired. And it was just like feeling quite numb or like apathetic about life. Now, you know, these are not things that we should be feeling. It's not the way we should be going about life. And I think it's really important to kind of recognize the space you're in. Recognize that this phase in your life, this little chapter in your life, this intermission in your life, if you would like to call it that, is exactly that. It is a small amount of time that your body is telling you I need time I need a break I need time to heal and that is when you need to recognize that and you need to put things in place to you know to to help yourself to um stop yourself feeling those ways and yes it's not going to take overnight I mean if you google and you look up it says here you know, once a phase of stress or overwork has turned into burnout, it takes at least 11 weeks to recover it, to recover from it. For most people, recovery from burnout takes anywhere between a year and several years to heal. Okay, obviously an active approach can shorten this time to alleviate the symptoms, but it does, it's not a thing that happens overnight. I mean you know, a year to several years, I mean, that's a long time, you know, it's, it's, it's not just something you can be like, oh, I'm just burnt out, that's fine, you know, you need to actively put things in place to change the way you're feeling, to, you know, make a better leap, or to take a better step in your lives, to actively say, I recognize how I am feeling right now, this is what I am going to do, to put those changes in place so that I don't feel like this anymore. Okay, so a couple of things, you know, 
and some of them might just be really silly but you know stop ignoring or suppressing your feelings you know your feelings are real what you're feeling is valid you know don't just be like oh i'm not going to think about it now recognize how you're feeling and do something that makes you feel better singing dancing i don't know embracing your emotions go and lie in the garden be somewhere that makes you feel like you're at peace Another thing that can obviously aid in, in in burnout is just sitting and looking at your screen all day. I know I am, you know, even in this little this little dip that I'm in now, I literally lie down and just sit and scroll on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and I could sit there for probably hours. And it's so bad for your mental health. It's so bad for your, you know, your your kind of outlook. You know. St- try and stop doing that set a time limit on instagram we I, I don't know you can set like a an hour and once you've reached that hour a little notification comes up you know set your hour for instagram a day or however long half an hour 20 minutes you know take breaks go walking you know go sit outside in the sun get some vitamin d go for a swim do things that make you feel rejuvenated um stop reminiscing about the past and worrying about the future start practicing mindfulness you know be present in your life and show gratitude for the things that you have and for the things that are around you you know another thing could be to you know stop comparing yourself to other people recognize that everybody's life is unique everybody has their own timeline and where you are in your life right now may be different to somebody else they might be having more success at this moment than you are but everybody is on a journey and if you work hard and if you you know put in the effort you would like to put in your success will come to you manifest your success and it will it will come so i have a little four step toolkit or a you know little recovery plan from burnout that I thought was very interesting and I thought I'd like to share it with you. So the first one was to identify the why. So monitor when you started to feel overwhelmed, you know, resent, resentful, you know, inattentive. Think when was that? Okay, keep track of your your triggers, I suppose, to identify your pattern. You know, is it, um, you know, if you're at school, you know, is it, you know, sitting in the staff room when everyone's gossiping or talking to each other? Is it, you know, being called up to the office? Or what is what is your trigger? What is the, the root of the problem? Think about where did this start? Why am I feeling like that? Is it because you are overworking yourself and you're putting too much in? Is it because you're spending too many hours, you know, obsessing about something? You know, once you've kind of figured out the why... Create a little toolkit. Write down ways you can manage or eliminate this source of stress or unhappiness. Think of what you need right now. You know, if you're overcommitting or you're spending too much time, set boundaries. You know, my favorite thing is to create a vision board or a, um, yeah, I think maybe like let's call it a vision board. You know, right now I have one stuck up on the inside of one of my cupboards and it's literally just recognizing the things in my life that are not making me happy or I don't feel like I'm flourishing in right now setting things up for the future where I feel like I would like to be you know 
what would my goal be or where would I want to be within that goal you know in the future you know right now one of the things is I am trying to write my children's book but I I get so overwhelmed I've got the I've got the the text I've got the the layout everything I'm busy now with the illustrations and I get so overwhelmed when I think about the illustrations or when I sit with my iPad and my pencil and I start to sketch that my body almost just feels like it shuts down because I'm just like, I can't do this. <laughs> and, you know, one of my biggest goals for this year was to finish my book. You know, so what I've done is I've set out some little goals for myself and I've said, you know, every night for half an hour or for 20 minutes, work on you know my illustrations setting out small manageable you know times that instead of sitting scrolling on your phone I will then be sitting illustrating my children's book because I am reaching a goal that I have been wanting to reach the entire year so set out little goals set out um you know, like a, exactly like a little toolkit, like what do you need to do in your life to make sure that you remove yourself from that negativity and put yourself in a more positive space, you know, setting boundaries is probably the best one, you know, set boundaries within your teaching time, set boundaries, you know, within how much work you're going to put in, if you know that you've got this many things to get done by the end of the week, you don't need to have them all done on Monday, you know, split them up between the days that you can close your laptop at a reasonable hour. I mean, I know at one point I was literally sitting behind my laptop until about 10 o'clock at night because I was like, there is so much that needs to get done. And after a while, I was like, this is not a viable, this is not a realistic way to, to live, to work. It's just not something that I can do. So now I have my little sticky notes plastered on my wall with all the things that need to be done in a week. And I make sure and I set aside and I say, right, today I'm going to do this, this and this. Tomorrow I'm going to do this, this and this. Okay. Put those boundaries down so that you know that you are giving yourself time to complete everything. And you're not freaking yourself out because you're thinking, okay, this is only due on Friday. But if I get it done, you know, tomorrow and hand it in tomorrow, I mean, that'll be, you know, that'll look so good. No, you've got that deadline for a reason. I know for me, like when I, um, was doing report comments I was like amazing I'll you know they're only on Friday but I'll get them done and I'll hand them in because oh you know it looks so good and you know Karen's got all of her ducks in a row and then you sit and you stress and maybe you don't do it to the best of your ability and then you hand them in and everyone's like okay thanks amazing well done you're the first person to hand in and you're like wow thanks you know amazing I'm so great like you know that is not <laughs> not realistic not what you need don't you know overextend yourself you know just for the sake of or something like that. Yes, if you are organized and if you do get it done, fabulous. <laughs> the next thing would be to focus on your basic needs. You know, if, do things to help reduce the stress in your life. If that means moving your body, going for a walk, having a long bath, um, you know, doing, you know, your self-care, you know, do what you need to do to feel like you are functioning. You know, get enough sleep. Make sure you're going to bed at a decent hour, you're waking up at a decent hour. You know, you know, eat food that's going to hydrate you, that's going to nourish your body, that's going to make you feel like you are ready to tackle the day. You know, look at your basic needs and say, what am I missing out on because I have been so tired? 
what am I needing because I have not been able to provide for myself? The next step would then be to pause and reevaluate. Take, take a leave of absence if you need. Take a day off. <laughs> I know, you know, we've spoken, taking a day off and teaching is one of the hardest things because it's actually more work not being there than it is just being there. But if you need to take a day, take a day. Your mental health is more important. You know, I think from a school's point of view and, you know, working in schools, you know, management are so focused on, you know, you're not allowed to be absent. You're not allowed to to be sick. That they work their teachers so hard that at the end of the day, their teachers don't even feel like being teachers anymore because of how they are feeling. So you need to take charge of your mental, physical health. And if you feel like you need a day to recharge, then you need to do it because your kids are only going to um, be better off for it. Because if you are pushing yourself to be in the classroom every single day and you are not feeling your best, they will feel it too. But if you say to yourself, I need the day, take the day, okay? And when you go back to school the following day, you will feel better for it. Your kids will notice and it will make absolutely the world of difference. Lastly would be to reassess your personal goals. Focus on what is important to you and also what you need to eliminate. You know, take note and say that, you know, when I get home from school, I want to be able to do this, this and this. I want to be able to go here, be here, you know, this is what I need to do. And then think, what is taking away from that? What is, you know, not fulfilling me in the way it should, but I'm doing it anyway. You know, and the biggest one for me is probably screen time. So like I said, set those limits. Make sure that, you know, the time that you are utilizing for something is actually bringing joy to your life and making you feel better for it. Um, read a book, you know, just spend time with your family. I think it's, it's so important, um, as teachers and I suppose as anybody to make sure that we are putting ourselves first because the people around us and our kids in our class, they notice when you are not a hundred percent and they can feel it when you are not happy and when you are not coping so put yourself first like I said take that day if you need it I know that might be a very unpopular opinion but if you need that day take that day don't feel guilty about it you know in most people's situations you're given a certain amount of sick leave and if you feel like you need to take that day you take that day you know nobody can tell you that you can't um Obviously, you know, obviously there's rules and stuff and, you know, you need a sick letter or a doctor's note if you've been absent a certain number of days, etc. But your mental health is also important. It is also valid and you need to be given space to heal in that regard. I mean, like I said earlier, it can take between a year and several years to heal from a burnout, you know, and if you're pushing yourself to the brink every day, I mean... What are you bringing home to your family? What are you giving the people that you love if you are not giving them your all? 
and if you are pushing yourself to the point where you cannot function because you are just so tired <laughs> so give yourself that time be patient with yourself you know i think those four little steps that i spoke about identify the why create your little toolkit focus on your basic needs and then pause and reevaluate if you try and even just pull one or two of those into your everyday life promise it will make all the difference and i think in our lives we go through cycles where we go up and when we go down and you know when you're on the up i mean you just feel invincible and you feel amazing and it's amazing to be on the up but we are not always on the up let's just be realistic here okay we are not always at a hundred percent we are not always running on full and that's okay it's really okay but i think it is so important for us to recognize when we are not on the up and to give ourselves the time to heal so that we can eventually get back there and maybe hold it more up <laughs> on that go because you are recognizing what you know maybe sets off the burnout or what triggers your burnout so that you're able to say okay I'm not going to do that this time around because I know that that makes me unhappy or that makes me tired or it makes me feel burnt out. What can I do instead of doing that to keep me on this high level for a little bit longer? Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And like I said, if you're feeling like you're in a dip or if you're feeling a little bit low, take a deep breath. Think of what you need in your life to pull you out or to put you back into that um happier you know more vibrant space and start introducing it back into your life slowly so that one day you won't even notice the change you'll wake up in the morning and you won't feel tired anymore and you'll feel like you can conquer the day i hope you all have an absolutely magical week and i'll see you in the next one Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the chatty teachers podcast if you enjoyed it and you would like to keep listening please make sure to check back in next week or connect with us over on instagram we are an independent podcast so a review would be amazing please follow on whichever streaming platform you use to keep in touch and to keep updated <laughs>